Hey everyone, welcome to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in death series of books by JD Robb. I'm AJ. I'm Jen. Oh, are, what? Jen? Did you say Jen? Yeah. You didn't hear me? Oh. No. No, we didn't hear you. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's going to go well. I, can tell right I said now. it loud, too. This is going to be a great podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's already starting out great. That's fantastic. <laughs> so, anyway, this is Podcast and Death, and this is episode number 14. Holy smokes. I can't believe it. I know, right? 14. Oh. And I. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really fired up. Me too. About this one. Oh my. In more ways than one because Ooh. I'm in California. Yes. And we I, we hope you stay safe, man. Yeah. and But I just wanted to, ahead of time, apologize to everybody for all the smoke. <laughs> it's, it's not your fault. fault. <laughs> not, just, not just the United States, but apparently all around the world. But anyway, shadows and death. Yes. Yes. So here we are. Yes. Woo. Probably of my favorite, my new favorite. Really? But I love Oh, it. I did too. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I really liked it. I don't know that I loved it, but I really liked it. I don't know. I'd say I, don't the know last I, my, I don't know if I'd make it my new favorite, but I it's up there. It's definitely up there. It's at least in the top five. Oh yeah. Me. Yeah. Okay. I would say so. Yeah. For sure. And Tara's like, no. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> well, first of all, I only read it once and I really, really oh, okay. hate it. Like, this is my feeling on this thing that I've only read once. Um, but I would say that it's it's an incredibly strong edition. Like this, this just coming off of the last book, which I didn't I liked the last book, but I liked this one so much better. Like she just continues yeah. to crank out awesome stories and great writing. Mm -hmm. And that is just overall appreciated i guess yeah so yeah yeah i well i don't know about either of you but like there was so much going on in this book yeah. like but uh, not even halfway through i was exhausted yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes thank you i was it's like, like oh my gosh it's like they are not slowing down at all yeah like yeah constant motion yeah. And it's really unusual, I think, for one of her books that are more procedural. Yeah. Where we know ahead of time who it is and, mm -hmm. and it's just her, you know, doing the steps to catch the person. Yeah. I think the last one that was this intense for me, at least, was um, uh, Apprentice, the one with the shooters. Mm -hmm. and, Apprentice uh, with the yeah. 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 So I think, plus you add in all the emotion and the, I mean, yeah. my God. I yeah. will say... I know I'm going to skip ahead a little bit here. I will say yeah, I found the end to be incredibly coincidental. Like here we've got, you know, you've got everybody like just about, you know, all the cops and Rourke's whole family. And then, oh, hey, what? Brian Kelly just happens to show I up to pick up a sweater. Oh, I know. So. I get it. I know. I knew you would love it. I knew you would love that. But I, and I loved yeah. it. But I'm like. That's yeah. just way too much of a freaking coincidence. Yeah. I like, did just to like, pop by because, you know, she made, yeah. made him a sweater. <laughs> well, I did, you know, I, I did, um, think like Brian, why is Brian? Right. <laughs> right. But I, I loved it. I, I mean, feel. I feel like chapter 21, which is the technically the last chapter, right. probably one of the best chapters. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was great. I Ever. loved chapter twenty one. Yeah, I had great. a problem with the epilogue, but great. I loved chapter twenty one. 
Yeah, I mean, it just it it was just funny. It just made me it just made me kind of chuckle. I'm like, you know what? Hey, it's you know, it's the story. It's fiction. I'm down with it. I love it. I'm like, it's such a it's it was just such a funny coincidence. Like, oh hey, I'm just gonna show up and pick up this sweater today (laughs) of all days. You know, just when even Rourke and all her cops are there. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. I, I I just loved it. Yeah, no, it was great, thing. and I loved it. I've so. seen a lot of comments um, that it was it was a rehash of Vengeance, and it was a rehash of um, Real um, Portrait, Betrayal. and and I'm like, no, I don't, no, I don't disagree. Not with at that. all. I think there's some not, yeah. parallels there, especially as far not necessarily parallels, but kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like just major growth, like Somerset especially like Eve tells him not to do something and to behave himself. And he fucking does it. And <laughs> you're like, well, instead of pushing back set, every five something. seconds, you know, right. he's actually like, yeah, if I do this, I'm going to, you know, hurt the people I care about. And so I'll back off. I, I'm going right. to listen to the Lieutenant instead of hating her and being obstinate and a dick. So, yeah. Yes, and I will say I there I there was not a single dick moment for Somerset in this book for me. Not one. <laughs> no, there wasn't. Yeah, I no, was very proud. Wasn't. Yeah. I think the parallel actually um that of Somerset is it it was it betrayal that Yes, where he where the, he gets the parallels the parallels between that and betrayal with Somerset, like doing his shopping and yeah. and like having the yeah. book. I actually liked that because one, it didn't end at all the same way, but two, it it kind of brought that back. Like it mm-hmm. kind of brought um, the danger that Somerset was in, kind of into the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, spending that time with him, and then the whole time I'm feeling the anxiousness of he could be attacked here. Like, I don't know. I was just, yeah. And I thought it it even before he started realizing, you know, Oh, somebody's following me. I'm like, Oh no, he's not stopping. Oh no. What's going to happen? Yep. Exactly. Because like the, the, the chapter before that ended and then the next chapter, Mm -hmm. it's like, and here's Somerset shopping. I was like, Oh hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like we're going to do this now. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then nothing happened. Yeah, and then the very next next chapter, she finds the oh. the the bag, and I'm like, oh hell! No. So I was so like, sad about that times. chapter. I was there like, two yeah, times. like come on, Nora, you don't kill animals. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, well, and I get it. I, yeah, I get you it kill as many people but as you want. But come on, <laughs> yeah. Kill as people as you want, but no ha- animals. That is just... Oh, well, I'm like that with movies, too. I'm like, kill all the people you want, but you kill a dog, and I am never watching that movie again, ever. Right. I, I was holding and, my breath when Eve found the... I was like, oh, my God, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, that's part of the brilliance of this particular book. Yeah. So yeah, I was right there with Eve. Yeah. Right. Oh, I yeah. like, oh, sure. my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so... Yeah. That was rough. <laughs> So yeah, there were two times where I yeah, it was like heart attack and then oh yeah. God. Yeah. So but um I don't know. I mean we're getting ahead of ourselves. Should we go back to the beginning where Eve first sees this guy? And again, you know, I mean, uh, as we've been doing the last couple of 
of um, book reviews we've done, the very first chapter kind of like sets things you know, up. Tell, yeah, sets mm-hmm. sets things. Well, tells you, you know. So right away, Rourke sees Lork and Cobb, and and he thinks, you know, a bloody shadow from his past. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, yeah, they use that term shadow a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, many different ways. Yeah. But that Lork and Cobb was a shadow. And um, psycho, you know. Psycho, uh, yeah. Who who <laughs> would real. want Patrick Rourke as a father? Yeah, and Rourke has said that several times in this book. Yeah. So um, anyway, so they're at this crime scene, and and Rourke sees Lork and Cobb, and he tells Eve, you know, that uh, she may want to run him because more than likely, from what he knows of this guy, he's he's the one that that did the the crime, and then Eve runs him, and I don't know if either of you picked this up. This is in chapter two. Eve runs him um, and says, uh, Lorcan Cobb, date of birth, September 2020. Another and again, one. I did uh, notice 2020. Screw you, 2020. Screw you, 2020. So, I think I did notice her. that the first time I read it. And I just, you know, I just kind of, I was like, oh, fuck. 2020. Fuck 2020. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Seriously, fuck 2020. <laughs> the very worst. And can I just appreciate, yeah. as usual, Jenkinson's use of the word fuck? Oh, yeah. Like, I noticed it so much more in this one. Best use of the word fuck. Best <laughs> use of the word fuck. Like, yeah. He uses it as every better. So, Jenkinson, yeah. shout out, man. I, I, I was, I, yeah, it did strike me with this one how much I actually like Jenkinson. I love Jenkinson. And that's well, never really struck me before. I mean, I, you know, I like everybody yeah. in her bullpen, yeah. but um, I don't know if that it's really struck me before how much I like Jenkinson. I like him. Yeah. I, li- I like the use of the word fuck and I like the ties. I, I like him. I mean, he's no bad. Yeah. I really like yeah, how ties. she subtly gives all of these people who work under Eve a personality. these personalities. Like yeah. she yeah. managed to do that in not very many books, really, and yeah. still giving us these characters that we enjoy and we look forward to and they're not important as far as the storyline but they're important as part of like yeah part of eve and i love it right yeah, because yeah you know you've got the santiago who you know will bet on anything and you know and you <laughs> right. know the yeah the ties and the socks and the you know and just yeah it's awesome i love it yeah 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 i i i just really like jenkinson yeah so um and you know some really iconic, I think, will will turn out to be very iconic uh, lines in this one. You know, mm-hmm. yes. You always read through and go, oh, okay. You know, there there are lines that now of when it, with older books that are you know we yeah. quote. Oh yeah, all the time. Oh, yeah, all the time. They're, they're iconic. Yeah, and um, there is a line. This is in chapter three when they're talking, or no, I'm sorry, it's still chapter two. And they're talking about him and, and Rourke is worried because he's thinking that Lorcan and Cobb will come after Eve. He says something to the effect of, you know, he goes after the weak and um, he thought he was weak. And, and Eve uh, said, you've never been you've never been weak. And when he just just looked at her, she shook her head. I'm not your weakness, Rourke. I'm your goddamn weapon. Yes. Yes. That one that is going to turn out to be. Yeah, that's going to be turn out to be an icon. Yeah, it is. Yeah, (laughs) beautiful quote. 
beautiful. One of the one right. that made me laugh, like literally laugh out loud, was Rourke and Somerset talking, and mm-hmm. um, he he they're saying something about um, or Rourke is saying something about how he wants him to stay inside and not go anywhere, and and he's like, well, our well, okay, as long as you and as you and the lieutenant stay behind the the gates too, we'll play gin rummy. Right. Right. So fantastic. I love it. And he said, "Rourke always cheats." Yes. (laughs) It just like Somerset's change in feelings was so apparent in this book, and it was it was beautiful. I think it was a good for a while, but it really stood out to me in this book. Yeah, Yeah. I think it was a good a good place to like re revisit that, and not it doesn't seem like it was contrived like right she did a nice job of building up to this level for somerset i don't know and then in this book where we spent so much time with him and we really focus on him and he has all these moments yeah they don't feel like we're just doing that because we need him to not be a dick for the plot (laughs) you're right (laughs) like she really does she does a really nice job of like building that to this point absolutely absolutely yeah yeah and i i really love you know work and eve whenever he talks about Ivana and they're like so uncomfortable with it. Like, what do you like? Yeah. Eve is like your friend, his, his lady person, or I don't know what she said. Right. Let the man have a lady person. Leave him alone. (laughs) (laughs) They're so like freaked out about it. It's adorable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It is funny. The Somerset thing. I, that's one thing I had, um, Again, you know, my Kindle's showing me what everybody's marking. Yeah. Um, so so far, thirty people highlights highlighted this specific passage, and it's in chapter three, and it's after the first time that Rourke um talked to Somerset about you know all the stuff going on with Lork and Cobb being in town and whatnot, and they talk about it, and and um then Rourke leaves, and uh, it says alone Somerset sat another moment stroking the cat and then he says well my friend let's do what we can do to keep our children safe yeah, i thought that was really sweet yeah mm-hmm. you know not rourke yeah both of them not just work both are mm-hmm. my children yeah. you know and that's that was really and the other thing in in chapter three that i was that i made note on is um there's that whole scene where rourke uh, helps eve pick out her clothes yeah. because she's yeah <laughs> she thinks she put on black and it's you know, oh indigo. indigo. I laughed out loud through that. I Here we go. A, he wear a, he's such a metrosexual. He is so terribly metrosexual. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, come on, man. That's a little obsessive. She can wear a black right. belt with navy pants. That's not going to look terrible. Like, well, chill out. no, but it, it'll, you know, bother him. It'll so. throw off her outfit. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So put that um, shirt back. Like seriously, dude. <laughs> it's cream and this one is cream, white. Not white. Right. And then I love how the rest of the book she's like it, I can't remember who it was that she saw that she said who was wearing a cream, yeah. you know, shirt, not white, you know. So during that scene, uh she said something Eve is thinking something about putting on the boots that he got for her. Um, she said, it says she put on the boots, a new addition from the closet fairy. 
and grab the jacket. And so my note that I put down here is like, apparently we need a wiki page for the closet fairy. We do. We probably do. We do. It's happened several times where she mentions the closet fairy. Yes. You know know what I was thinking would be a kind of a fun wiki page too, while we were reading this is Jenkinson's ties. Jenkinson's ties. Yes. Yeah, I, yes. I was like, we need a we need a log of Jenkinson's ties because right. so, since that whole gag started, there there's always a description of his tie in every single book. Yeah, so yeah, this one was like purple with party. green whales on it or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I thought it sounded great. So <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I love I love the idea of his ties. I'm like you gotta have fun, man, when you work. Right. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they they go to work every day being like, this is gonna be a laugh. They need those ties. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's funny. So, you know, we we just talked about the the wiki, so somebody out there is gonna have to get on it. Yeah, maybe one of these page for I'll get around to it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, no, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm determined. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> if you do it, that'd be great. You know, I'm all for it. So um, so the other, pe- the other thing that people are, uh, marking is when she first talked to, uh, Morris. Oh yeah. And they were looking, um, at the body and, um, they were talking about the case and, uh, Eve said something about, um, wanting the, the, um, lover to, you know, Be come and see, see the body. Yeah. I thought that was so, that was beautiful. That was, yeah. you know, and again, we're seeing how much growth all of these characters have had. Yeah. Right. Right. I don't know that early Eve would have done that. Right. At all. Cause he might still have been a, a suspect right. for early Eve. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I, I think don't, that Eve's yeah. instincts as far as things like that are just so much stronger now. They are. Yeah. yeah. Because she, you know, yeah, she understands it better. I think now. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then Morris says to her, um, because she says that, you know, uh, he says the the lover, which means you don't believe he's culpable. And then people are marking the very next um, thing that Eve says, which is there's lovers and there's love. Cheating still cheating, but you don't deserve to die for don't it. Tell Rourke don't I tell that. Rourke I said that. <laughs> right. That one made me laugh too. <laughs> You know. Because yeah, how many times has she threatened him with with murder? <laughs> right with <Over> that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So, um, and uh, there's a scene also with with um, even Peabody, where because of Cobb, who he is, and everything, um, Eve is saying that uh, I'm gonna talk to Whitney and have him push to have some of the sources uh, read me in, but I won't have my partner in the dark on an investigation. She doesn't want to bring Peabody into the whole thing because of everything that, you know, right. Uh, Lorcan Cobb represents. And um, uh, then Peabody says, so you'll tell me what you know, but until we're able to access it officially, we keep it off the book. And Eve says, that's right. If Whitney can't get us access to the information, we're going to use what we have anyway and just keep it off the book. Are you all right with that? And then uh, everybody's marking the next thing that Peabody says, which is you'd never ask me to do something that wasn't right. There's a difference between right and regs sometimes. That's why regs can change, but right doesn't. I was going to bring that up. 
because that's, yeah. and that's that, a great yeah. line. Yeah. That's really great yeah. line. Because that, in a nutshell, I mean, that's that's Eve. That's Eve. It, it is Eve, yeah. You know, yeah. because she can come off as very, as very by the book sometimes. But no, I mean, again, I think we've talked about it before. Like, it's more about justice for her, not necessarily about yeah. all the rules. That is the line that makes me think, um, just makes me think about this. The last book that we did was Vengeance. And like how right. those kind of run in parallel and literally like how much of vengeance was that, you know, right. where we're working right. with, yeah, with undocumented information. Yeah. yeah I just, I really love the, that parallel. I love yeah. that this is the book we're reading after vengeance. I know. I, yeah. I thought of that multiple times. I'm like, because it's yeah. so, it was so fresh in our minds. I thought, man, there's some things in here that are very like, you know. Like I said, not really parallel. It's just more, you know, not and definitely not the same because it's a different no, thing. no. But just you know, you can see there's certain aspects that, like P- the partnership with Peabody, the relationship with Mira, um, right? Somerset, Mira, and Dennis. Yes, you know, all those things have grown so much since Vengeance, mm-hmm. right? And you know, it's it was awesome, like. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same at all. So I I mean, I I can see where people are drawing parallels, like you said, but I don't see, but I've seen a few comments where it's like, Oh, it's just a rehash of vengeance. It's the same thing. No, I mean, guy coming over and doing this and it's like, no, not even. Here's the thing. These are, these are the same people. They're the same characters. And like Rourke's past includes enemies from from Dublin, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, that makes sense. It's not like, oh, well, you know, it, it can't be at all similar. There can't be, you know, you can't mention those characters from Vengeance because then it will feel like a rehash. It's not that way. Like Rourke is right. still in the series, you know, like we're still talking about his enemies. And guess what? His enemies are from Dublin. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And somebody like Rourke would have a, a ton of them. Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And I the thing that kind of gets me, it's like I don't. I really don't understand because this is nothing Rourke did. This is not on him. Like, right. Vengeance was all about how he was being punished for something he had done. Whether you agree if it was right or wrong, whatnot. This, Rourke didn't do anything. He existed. Right. And that was the reason why I came after him. So I don't, I just don't understand how you can see that as the same. I just. Yeah. Some people just wanting to pick, I guess. And I don't know. I mean, you you guys probably feel the same, but I feel like this was kind of like using Lork and Cobb as a as a substitute for uh, Patrick Rourke because Rourke can't get back at Patrick right, Rourke. Sure. There's mm-hmm. nothing he can There's do. There's nothing he can do. Yeah. But so I felt a lot of that. A lot of this was about him kind of exacting his revenge on sure. Patrick Rourke. In yeah. you know, speaking of growth, can we talk about Rourke? And how from the get-go was like, no, you know, like even back maybe 10 books, Rourke was all about, I'm going to find this person and murder them. Right. And now he's, no, I want you to catch him and put him in prison for the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. And I want to think of him living a long, long time. You know, killing him never crossed his mind. It was all, you know, unless, unless he was, you know, hurting Eve. Right. But yeah, you know. He want he wanted Eve's justice, not his own, and it was just, right that really stood out to me because you know that was kind of a thing with Rourke's personality for a long time, where I'm gonna right. find this person and murder him, you know, and now no, he, yeah. he doesn't want that. He wants so yeah, that's a big contrast it's between huge. vengeance and this huge. Book. 
Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I thought that, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, and it's somebody else. So, um, I asked on Instagram, you know, what people's thoughts were, but you know, as long as they can give them to me with giving spoilers. Well, it's hard. It is. It really is. Yeah. No. And that's why I didn't really ask on Twitter because you know, yeah, it's hard to do without the spoilers. This was from, uh, yeah, girl Jiggy on Instagram. I love that screen name. That's and, great. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Yeah, girl Jiggy. I love it. One thing she said that that I was like, yeah, that that's a good point. Was um, I loved that everyone came together for Rourke. They wanted to stop the baddie because he was a contract killer, but more because he was after someone that they have all come to love. Yeah, mm-hmm. that scene in the bullpen where all her cops are just like, oh, hell no, he's not getting near Rourke. Was yeah. like, that made he's, me tear up a little us. bit. I was like, oh, yeah. that's adorable. <laughs> like, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was so great. Yeah, like, because one of the things I marked was this this exchange between uh, Eve and, and Peabody, and Peabody said, we're not going to let a bad guy screw with one of us. Yeah, And that's a fact. And Eve said, stone cold fact. Yeah. But yeah, it just in in this one, yeah, it struck me like how how much um they all think of him as one of them. I mean, they really should because oh yeah. Eve is bringing him in always, but they all like Yeah. I think it's also just a testament to Eve as a leader that she has this group of people working under her that are not looking at him as the boss's husband who is like right. a billionaire. They're like he literally has worked alongside of us. He's really part of this. They're not worried about, I don't know. I just, I feel like yeah. he's just created this atmosphere yeah. where no one's worried about what kind of position anyone holds. They just have right. a lot of mutual respect and I love it. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. the constant food and, and, you know. Well, sure. Well, yeah. Help, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. No, it's great. I, it's, I think it, I, and it, yeah, that really, really stuck out to me in this book. And I love, yeah, I really loved Rourke actually speaking to Mira on his own because Eve asked him to. Right. I thought that was, you know, really, again, shows how much he's grown because I don't know that he would have done that not that long ago. No. My favorite right. thing about that though is the addition of Dennis, Dennis yeah. to that yeah. whole thing. Um, again, yeah. oh sorry, Kara. No, I just think it's more of a more of an inclusion of this extended family that even even Rourke mm-hmm. have created. Yeah. You know, like right. yes, Mira is the one working on this, but you know, she asked Rourke, is it okay if Dennis is here? And he's really very like instrumental to that conversation mm-hmm. and it probably helps create a comfort for Rourke that he didn't realize he needed yeah right yeah and I really liked what he said when Rourke said um you know when they were talking about how he and Eve were meant to be and um he said you know two lost souls and Dennis said no not lost waiting and I thought right Aw. you know that yeah. yeah I mean I think that's great and yeah good way for work to you know right and and the other the other thing that he said where um he they you know they're talking about Rourke's father and he was going to make a point and he said uh uh he started to say did your father but he he didn't say that he said did and then it's he stopped and says I can't call him Rourke's father Charlie biology doesn't make a father yeah and Mm -hmm. after that she says at that Rourke looked down at his beer and said nothing could say nothing through the sheer flood of simple gratitude yeah. that he understood that. Yeah. 
or that they both understood that about him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know? right. So, and I don't know, it may be the wine, but I'm starting to cheer up. You know, I've, I've teared up a couple times and, uh, you know, I'm not even drinking wine. I'm drinking Diet Coke. So. Well, it could be the wine. It could also be the fact that my, my eyes tend to water at, at the end of the day. <laughs> Could be the fires. I, I look at it. I mean, could be the fires. It could be so much. It could be so much. There you go. Blame the fires. Blame the fires. And Blame the fires like, on everything. Yeah, and allergies and everything else. So, um, but yeah. So, uh, a couple of the other things I had marked was well, one of them was Jenkinson. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers going down. The outrage on. Jenkinson's face shined brighter than his tie. Fucking fuck's gonna go the fuck down. Pardon my fucking French. <laughs> yeah, so that was my yeah. favorite. Pardon my fucking French. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's just great. So, yeah, I mean, you know, and then, uh, let's see. <clears throat> Part with the mirrors was chapter nine, and then right after that was, you know... Somerset at the market, mm-hmm. like like I said earlier, you know, as soon as I saw like Somerset at the market, I was like, <gasps> yeah, no, not Somerset, you know. Yeah. And then nothing happened, and right after that was uh, seen at the gates with the cat, which what I what I I can't I don't want to say I loved anything about the cat being murdered because I yeah right I don't really love anything about the cat being murdered except for the fact that everybody was so fucking outraged about the cat yeah. being murdered. Like every single person yeah, good. <laughs> on her squad and everything, they were so outraged about the cat being murdered. Yeah. Good. As it yeah. should be. Yeah. I mean, you know. it's important to remember that like this cat is, didn't do anything at all. Right. There's right. no reason Again. whatsoever to attack right. something so innocent. And right. even though sometimes cats can be assholes, they don't need to be. Cats are assholes. But- yeah. Yeah. Kittens generally aren't. They don't learn to be assholes until they're a little bit older. <laughs> yeah. But really, yeah, it's just like I, I do I did I did love that everyone was just like, This you fucking gutted a cat? What? Yeah. How horrible are you? Yeah. 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 That was great. <laughs> and again, you know, I mean it it shows a little bit of the the progression of Eve and Somerset's relationship, that whole scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you know she goes tearing off after Lorcan Cobb, and then comes back, and Somerset is just standing there at the gates. Yeah, because he's and afraid for her, and then she freaks and, out yeah. because she's afraid for him. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, and and I the one the one line for I don't know why, but the one line that just made me laugh out loud was you know they're arguing back and forth, and he was telling her like you know I saw that you know. You, the the gates you know the, was an announcement that that she had pulled up and he looked at the monitor and saw her car but didn't see her and so he came became concerned and he came out and he said then i checked the gate monitor and became only more concerned at seeing your empty vehicle and the bag and then she says to him so you open the damn gates and stand there like a some scarecrow waiting for the crows to shit on your shoulders and peck your eyes out <laughs> And I don't know what it was. What about? That? I mean, but I just laughed so. Hard. <laughs> That's exactly how you expect that to go, oh, you know. Yeah. Like, right. Oh, yeah. But also, he like clearly he's not he's not unaware. Obviously, like he was just trailed at the market. He's not unaware of the mm-hmm. danger, but he's also like, uh, "What the fuck? Where did Eve go? I must, I must, you know." No. Like, yeah, that was his priority then. 
right? right. Which again shows the 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 progression mm-hmm. of their their relationship. And then it, just to have them go inside, and then Somerset offering to pour her a drink, and instead of her saying no, no, screw you, and I have work to do, and going up, she says, yeah, I could use a drink, and then they sit there with a drink, yeah, and wait for work to <laughs> you come know? home and yell at them, which is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so nice to see that progression in their relationship, you know. Um, and then later on, even in Rorker talking and, um, okay, you know, there were times when I thought, okay, you're trying too hard to maybe tie everything together. But then it, it made a lot of sense because Eve and Rourke, later on, we're talking about the cat and everything. And, and Eve was saying that it's because they were saying it's not pattern for Lorcan and Cobb. But then Eve thought later, well, wait a minute, maybe it is a pattern because mm-hmm. Rourke had told a story about some yeah. boy on the street that Rourke liked, um, had a dog and Lorcan and Cobb murdered that dog. Right. And now the cat. Um, so I'm murdering uh, things that that Rourke, you know, places where Rourke is vulnerable or things that Rourke cares about. And f- the first thing Rourke thinks of is Marlena. Yes. Yeah. Oof. Yep. You know. Yeah. And. And yeah, she tells I, him, like, I don't, don't, don't go a, there. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't expand on it and there could have been a relationship or not. I mean, between yeah. the two. Yeah. But you know, it wouldn't surprise me. No. I mean, you know, given everything and, and it does kind of fit a pattern, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe that's how she planned it. Yeah. She's the author. So. Right. She can yeah. do what she wants. She can do what she wants. I'm sure she planned it that way. And yeah. it makes sense, I guess, you know, in, in some respect yeah but there was already enough on Rourke's plate as far as all of that goes that he didn't yeah then to bring that in you don't need to bring that in yeah and then somebody else uh on instagram dover 54 also said that um first of all she loves the book and how fiercely loyal eve's bullpen is to her and Rourke. Yeah. yeah how passionately loyal she is with his and now her family and how she is as protective of them as she is with Rourke and even Somerset. Yeah. And that is true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the good things about, again, you know, seeing the progression of that. Um, Dragon Rider 36 said, I love how we get to see a little role reversal between Rourke and Eve. Yes. I agree with that. And, yeah. And I bring that up because the next uh, chapter is the scene, the, the chapter where Rourke has a nightmare. nightmare. Yeah. Which is, and he, I don't know that we've ever seen that before. We've seen him dream no. a few times, but I don't think we've ever seen him have a nightmare. No. So where I, he wakes up and she has to comfort him. Right. I also appreciate that his nightmares are so differently structured than when we see Eve have nightmares. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I really liked yeah. that. Yeah. No, that was very. Very well done. Yeah. But he dreamed of himself as a, as a boy and Eve as a girl, right? you know? Yeah. And then later on, you know, telling her about it, she says something to the effect of, well, you should have, you know, dreamed me as a cop and we could have both <laughs> yeah. kicked his ass together. Because, you know, you can control what you're dreaming about. Thanks, Eve. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which is a totally new response. It's fine. It really is. It's really so hard. Eve said something to her bullpen about the cat the next day and good old Jenkinson, you know, <laughs> sick fucking, fucking fuck. fuck. <laughs> he knows how to make it. He knows how to make fuck any part of speech. He's brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Later on, Rourke is giving Eve some more information that he, that he got. And, uh, 
he's at the school and he asks her to go by the school. Well, because, you know, I mean, she's she's thinking like he needed a break. And it's one of those things that she doesn't. It's like it's like those things where she says, like, he he rarely looks tired. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And now she's saying he needs a break. He's at the school. Yeah. Well, so anyway, they're on the phone and they're talking and, and he says, um, he, he tells her he loves her and, and she says, well, yeah, I love you too. And all that. And I, I thought this was interesting. So I marked it. He says, I needed to say it. I find I'm standing at some sort of bisection of my life here with Cobb and the old man and the hard memories of Dublin on one side and all these children, this place, the potential of it all on the other. And you, my darling Eve, right here with me. So I love you. Aww. And I just thought that was so great. And yeah, I mean, this is this is kind of what this book is about. Like the bisection of Rourke's life. Like mm-hmm. this finally ending the first part of it. Right. Yeah. All of his trauma. And I mean, he, yeah. I mean, yeah. not that his trauma is as much in the forefront as Eve's is, but it's there right. for sure. We just don't hear about it as much because right. he's able to better able to kind of like push it to the side because he came out the better for it. Yeah. Right. Because he had somebody, he had Somerset. He had Somerset, right. And, um, but she didn't have anybody. So, yeah. uh, but I just thought it was funny that after he said that, you know, it's just something very sentimental and she thinks in her head, like, God, yes, he needed a break. Yeah. Is that the same? That's the same time he's at the school when he kind of bonds with the kid with the guitar too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was, I thought that was just such a great scene. Yeah. I feel like she's making more of a point of showing them with kids. Yeah. I've noticed that too. Why? Why is she doing that? I don't know. Well, look, you know, (laughs) I've said this so many times and I hate to say it, but Nora is not a spring chicken, y'all. Right. You know, I would not be surprised if in the next five, ten years she wraps the series up. So <laughs> the look of disbelief on AJ's face. I don't you know, <laughs> I don't out loud. Not necessarily disbelief, but yeah, I mean you have to come to that realization. I mean, you do. At, at she's, a certain point. She's but do we have to talk about it? <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. I'm just <laughs> saying that she's probably got some sort of long term ter- like plan as far as that goes. You think she's starting to plan it out? Yeah. Her, I, she's got a five-year plan? she probably has an idea what she's going to do last book. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of setting it up And she's now. setting it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, like, okay, you know, maybe Eve finds out she's pregnant and decides to take the captaincy so that, you know, she's not in the field as much and whatnot. Whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying I, I, I could see that that's what she's doing. I'm not saying that yeah. is what she's doing. So right. Buddy, come at me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. That is potentially what she's doing. So yeah, I can see it. Yeah. I just, I can see it. It would be sad, but you know, as much as I hate to say it, like I said, she's seven yeah. years old. It, mm-hmm. she, yeah. You know, I don't think she's planning to die, but she might want to, no. she might want to enjoy some sort of retirement. I don't know. but <laughs> Well, Yeah. Right. It, it would it would totally make sense and i wouldn't blame her one yeah. bit i mean we're 50 books in y'all that's that's a lot right? of, that's a long series for any author yeah you know and i have yeah i have tried you know i've recommended this series to so many people and then they find out how many books are in it and they're like what <laughs> like, like i don't know about that that's a lot of books 
But, you know, I am surprised that, you know, going through um, Instagram and I like to go through now, especially since we have this podcast mm-hmm. um, and find uh, people's posts about the series. Yeah. And I, I'm always surprised at how many people are just now starting it. Yeah. yeah. Even, even 50 books in. There's a even lot 50 of people books in. that are like, oh, I'm just going to I've read everything Nora has written, but I've never tried J.D. Robb. So I'm going to try it now. And I'm just like. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, good for them to jump in when there's 50 books. Yeah. yeah. And go like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just you know, jumping I'm kind in. of jealous, you know? I, I, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Same. Start fresh. I mean, yeah, yeah, we're doing a reread, but we've all read the books probably several times by now. Right. So yes. it's like, you know, it'd be yeah. cool to be able to experience it all over again. Never the having read them. Again. Um, so, I mean, uh, all right. So since... <laughs> Okay. I'm kind of battling with myself whether or not to to bring this up because um, I said something about because we talked about the uh, the audiobook yeah and you made a comment about what what did you say Jen to I don't me? remember <laughs> I can't remember you, I, I can't remember either you made a comment about it and I said oh well you know I mean I'm gonna have some things to say about it too yeah I think you yeah oh you had somebody on Insta- I, on, yeah, on uh, Twitter. Twitter yeah that agreed with me about the audiobook. yeah. Okay. yeah. And McNabb about like, the audiobooks like, being horrible. And, oh no! <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. McNabb sounding like a Ninja Turtle. Ninja Turtle. Yes, that's what she said, <laughs> which made me laugh. Which she, she is not wrong. <laughs> She's not wrong. He does sound like I kind of like it. I'm from California, and I feel like it's hilarious that <laughs> well, McNabb hilarious. sounds like I mean, Bill or Ted. <laughs> he's a New Yorker. With roots in Scotland. Why does he sound like a Scooby-Doo? I don't know. I don't know. And why I does Peabody sound like Zelda from Scooby-Doo? I think that's hilarious, too. <laughs> I mean, I just... I find that hilarious. I mean, it's it's really hard work to, like, create distinctive yes. voices. Yeah, because they're yeah. also, and like... It. they They can't be... They can't be, like... They can't oh. all be the same. I get it. Right. I don't like it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, they all have to sound different. Baxter is a New Yorker, not a Southerner. <laughs> yes, but they can't all sound New York because then they'd all They're sound all from the same. New York. Why can't they? <laughs> because they would all sound the same when she does it. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I I didn't really mean to start this, but um, you know, uh, so. I so listening back on the wiki uh, uh, conversation that we had that we played uh, last week, mm-hmm. and I and I remember saying something about how um, oh there's something that Susan Erickson says all the time that just bothers me, and I couldn't at the oh, time yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember at, at the time I couldn't remember which word it was. Mm-hmm. It was dochas, but she oh. says duckus yeah. every time she says it. I'm like, it's not duckus, <laughs> it's dochas. Call her up and tell her. Tell her to sound like idiots. Honestly, I have already said that I would love to have Susan Erickson on this podcast. Yeah, I'll let if you she is listening, I'll let you just know Susan Erickson. I love you and I want you on this podcast at some point in time. I'll let we you and Terry do that. Salute to Susan Erickson. I don't know if I can contain myself. <laughs> that will not include Jen. <laughs> yeah, it'll be me and Tara. Yeah, and not I, you. you know. I mean, I, I'm a nice person, but I don't know. 
So at a certain point, I, I came home and I was like, oh, I have something I'm going to mention on my podcast. And, she, and to Caitlin, you know, and she's like, what? And I said, I said her what it was. And she was like, mom, you cannot say that. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she was like, mom, that is so, you can't say that on your podcast. And I was like, I don't, uh, why? And and she was like, it's, you know, is it, is it helpful? No. Is it kind? No. So you can't say it on your podcast. I love your kid so much. I, I don't know if I mentioned that, but I love her. <laughs> She's so great, you know, and it's because She's saying this because, and and um, Tara will also understand it because she's an actress. Because Caitlin is an actress, yes. and all actresses, not so much actors, but female—I should say female actors—because Caitlin's like, "Mom, you don't say actress; you say actor." We're all actors. We're not actor, actress. It's actor. So anyway, um, she, she, we have that discussion to you a lot here oh, but uh so i love her so much but uh yeah. female actresses deal more with this whole thing where they age out Indeed. whereas male actors don't i mean male actors i mean look at fucking tom cruise playing you know parts where it really should go to some guy who's in his 30s and here's tom cruise in his what 60s and he's still playing these parts yeah no agree. and and a female actress would never get that. Yeah. Never. Yeah. And this is why Caitlin was so appalled when, when this came up and I said, I'm going to bring this up in my podcast. I said, you know, in this audiobook especially, a little bit with, with Golden, but with this one, even more so, I noticed Susan Erickson starting to sound oh. a little bit more mature. I, I didn't want to say old because that's a kid that's like, mom, you can't say that. That is not okay. That is something she cannot help. And it's not helping anyone if you say that. How is it helping, mom? How is that helping anyone? I was like, I don't. She got very defensive. I was like, okay. Caitlin, that is the sweetest thing ever. I adore her. And if we keep this in, Susan Eric can just, just know that my daughter is in your corner she's she on your head. side she has got your back she will not have me talking about how that she's starting to sound a little bit more mature which <laughs> see i'm even like how do i say it because i love susan erickson so much yeah, know you know you that i love her audiobook so much and in any other situation it would be perfectly fine yeah you know yeah um, but now we're reading people that are still in the 20 years later yeah. in their thirties. Yeah. And, yeah. Our voices um, all change. I mean, that's just, it is what yeah. it is. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that it, okay, I guess it did bother me or I wouldn't bring it up, but it's just something I noticed and I thought I'd bring it up and I, <laughs> and I apologize to Susan Erickson if, if she's listening to this and if I don't cut it out and she's listening to this and going like, how dare you? I don't think you need to cut it out. Yeah. How dare you? I will not be on your podcast. Yes. <laughs> Me and my mature voice will not, will not appear. be appearing on your podcast. Yeah. I just noticed. I mean, it just it it oh, it sure. sounds different. Well, thanks. And um, and I know Tara, you were saying that you've been listening to the audiobooks, but you probably have, didn't listen to this one. I did listen to this one. That that is oh. literally how I read it this time. Okay, just listen to the podcast. So the, is it, the is it just me? 
No, I mean, I don't know that I was like paying attention to that, though. Well, you know what it may be? It may be that um, because we're going book by book, starting from the first one and a lot of the I mean, books like Naked, I've read it so many times that I don't feel like I have to actually read it when we when we're going to do it on a on a uh, podcast. Yeah, I can just listen to the audio book and be fine and just be refreshed. Right now, the early books are fresh in your mind and you're right. listening to a new one. And yeah, that makes sense completely. Yeah. Listening to a new one, I was like, oh, it was very pronounced. Yeah, I get that. Um, whereas if if it was in a progression, I'm sure that- it Wouldn't even notice, yeah. Wouldn't yeah. even notice it. Yeah, that completely makes sense. But but yeah, listening to the to Naked in, in, the, in the first ones, there is a difference. And I'm sorry, I didn't- you know, I mean, it, it has been a lot of years since the first one. Acknowledging that doesn't isn't bad. No, and and I still have the utmost respect for Susan Erickson. I mean, oh, I've got all the respect in the world for her. I just hate the way she does voice. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jen. I hadn't well, I hadn't heard you say that before. <laughs> yeah. It's all new to me. I'm sorry. I brought shocked. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, all right. So, at this point is when uh, Abernathy shows up from the yeah. uh, from Interpol. Lorcan Cobb uh, calls Rourke and uh, is like saying, yeah. you know, a bunch of crap to him. Rourke and Eve and all of Eve's, you know, whole team like mobilizes to try to see if they could corner him. Mm -hmm. And then later Mm -hmm. on, they figure like, oh, you know, he was probably trying to gauge response time, which is true. Yeah, I would see. But I just I I I marked a place because right after that was um, when uh, Abernathy was like, I would like to sit down with Rourke and have yeah, a, a discussion. <laughs> like, yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Like, like no. You know, and they did say that, like, who, wh- you know, what's more important, you know? Right. Because he brought up, oh, this, um, this jewel heist happened at the same time that you right. were in this place. And they were like, dude, you know, yeah. come on. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're going after a serial killer who's killed, you know, 400 people, 400 people. Yeah. And you want to, you know, talk about this jewel heist, yeah. which, you know, that was, that was, I mean, not cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Yes. You're right. Not <laughs> cool. But I just think it's so funny because work was like, you know, I'm trying to make a point to this guy that, you know, that Eve meant the, you know, everything to him. And so he wouldn't, you know, F that up. Right. And he was there really like playing it up um, and like kissing her in front of the guy yeah. and stuff. And I just thought it was funny because Eve was like, keep your mouth off my knuckles on the job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. which is, you know, typical. Also, yeah. like, Rourke totally expects that. He's doing it on purpose. It's oh, great. Oh, yeah. My favorite. I, I love when Rourke does shit like that. So I do, too. I think yeah. You know. I love when, I just love when Rourke and Peabody mess with her like that. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, you know, you know, Peabody, you know, talks about her sex life with Eve just to drive her crazy. Yeah. She knows it drives her nuts. 
So right, and uh, and then I love how Rory, you know, it seemed like the progression of the book as it as it as it went along, uh, and even at the end, Eve noted it. Like Rourke just became more and more and more Irish. He did, yes, yeah. as, as, yeah. as the book went along, did, right? Yeah. So then Abernathy said something about, you know, his um, him having family in the west of Ireland. And uh, it says everything in him went cold. Eve wondered if Abernathy felt the frosty sting of scary Rourke. <laughs> and he told him they're not in this, you know. Yeah. But of course, later on, we find why, yes, they are. <laughs> Actually, yes. Yeah. It was very, I don't know, like the choice to go for the family. Just This is just like a general thought that I had um, during the book was the choice to go for the family when like even Rourke made it so difficult to get to them. And like very clearly Somerset was so close to them. Like, I don't know. I, I, I get it. And I really like it for the storyline. But for the character, I feel like why? Why did he choose the family? Why didn't he go for like Mavis and Leonardo or something like that? It just felt like more off the wall and like kind of the direction he would go. But um, obviously I appreciate this and prefer this for the plot. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, like, I think we had that's... to end up in Ireland. Like the whole yes. book, I was like, we have to end in Ireland. We're going to Ireland. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, because it is about closing that chapter of his life. Yeah. Right. Which again, does not necessarily include Rourke's mother's family and like maybe more Brian Kelly or something. But again, I, well, I will take any excuse to see Sinead. So, yeah. Right. And that's, you know, cause earlier I said something about, um, yeah, girl Jiggy, uh, and her comments about everybody wanting to stop Lork and Cobb because, uh, he was coming after Rourke and that was somebody that at least, uh, everybody on Eve's side has come to love. But then at the end she said, also, I can never get enough of the Irish family. And I said, uh, same. Yeah. Because same. yeah, I have yeah. 100% anytime she can bring the Irish family in. Absolutely. I, I, I am it. here for it. Love every yeah. minute of it. Yeah. yeah. And speaking you know. of Mavis and Leonardo, do we ever even see them in person in this book? I don't think we do. No. Yeah. They're mentioned a few no. times, like when we're talking yeah. to the, the kid with the guitar and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, we never really see And them. at the clothing store, the, the clothing guy store, bought a couple of Leonardo. I laughed out loud a lot during those scenes. Yeah, that was really yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, like, oh, and her having to yeah. put on the, the like flowery, uh, yeah. uh, you know, scarf and hat and everything. Cause she's trying to look inconspicuous. <laughs> You know, and then later on, she she visits the uh, she visits um, on Dedan, and um, she still got the she scarf and hat on. Scarf she on. It. And then Nadine's like, "Oh, that's a great scarf, by the way." <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "What?" So I love that you forget when she's wearing shit. Like I forget what yeah. book it is when she when she wears that cap that Dennis Mirren gives her. And she like yeah. forgets she's wearing it. Sealed. We had this discussion a long time ago. Right. I could could not remember and I had to look it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I fear. My favorite is just when Eve is like, oh shit, because she can't like, she can't play it off as anything but, but like pretending like it didn't happen. Yeah. 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 So Eve. So, and then again, you know, somebody else on, on Instagram, you know, sorry guys, I can't, I can't, uh, I barely remember the, the names of the characters. So, you know, if I can't remember your names, um, <laughs> who, 
<laughs> Whoever knows said Dragon Rider 36 who said, you know, it's it's it was interesting to see the role reversal between Eve and Rourke in this one and um there there was a uh something that I had uh marked uh at one point it, Rourke had I think this was after they had the discussion with Abernathy and Rourke, you know, went back to the office and um this is saying, um, thinking of Eve, you know, she found it harder to watch him walk away than she imagined. She wished he'd go home behind the gates, the walls, the security where she knew he'd be safe. And then she thinks, was this how he felt every time she walked out of the house mm-hmm. to do the job? Yeah. And yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah and so that's another, yeah, that's another role reversal. That's kind of, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I mean, she just was really cognizant of taking care of him in this book, which isn't normal for her. I mean, it, 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 it right. more so now than it ever was before, but. Well, I don't, I don't know. That's not normal as so much as it's just not ne- necessary. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Because he's always so much in command of his own self and his own, his own everything. He's, yeah. he's always the one in control. And then right. this one, he kind of wasn't. And so, yeah, she had to kind of take control and tell him like, you know, don't worry about things because I've, I've, you know, I've got this. So one thing I marked because I thought it was interesting, just an interesting thing, because um, we don't often hear about, you know, again, it goes back to us saying it so, so many times, like so many people talking about Eve not having feelings or being too cold or. Oh, yeah. So anytime that the books say something about. Anytime she says something about Eve thinking and having, you know, these moments where she's really contemplating things. And I, I find it interesting because it's just showing you yeah. her that she really does have a heart and she really does, you know, suffer. Yeah. And I've contemplated yeah. this a lot lately. I don't know why, but I'm, I belong to a couple like groups and stuff. I think people make snap judgments on characters and they just like they, they're like a dog with a bone and do not let it go they don't yeah, right. care how much that character changes they don't care you know yeah. how much they grow it's just okay this is how I felt about them initially and I am gonna keep that view of them for the rest of my life yeah and yeah and it's frustrating yeah because you know, I'm I'm somebody that loves to watch character growth and yeah, you know, and all in you know. I know that's one of my favorite things ever is I love when a character like forces me to really fall in love with them as they're growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's just it's so it just it's frustrating to me. It's like yeah. how can you not see how much this character has changed since that point that you're, that you're saying this is why this is a bad this person is a bad person. Well, what right. happened at the beginning of their story arc? Yeah. Why aren't you looking at all the good things they've done in them? Yeah. Since then, like what the right? F- well, and like <laughs> I said, all the little like all the little little jewels, you know that yeah. that Nora puts in. Yeah. You know about Eve in this series, and well, this all of them. this one that I that I marked here. It just struck me for when I read it. I was like, again, you know, people that think Eve had, doesn't have a heart. It's like I don't know what they're thinking because um, this was this. So this is right after they um, uh, Lorcan Cobb kills Kaylee Sky. Okay, yeah, that she, that he met mm-hmm. in the bar and he took her home and and then ends up strangling her. And Eve and Peabody find the body and, you know, 
that's a whole thing. Um, and it's at the end of a long day anyway for Eve. This, these have all been kind of really long emotional days for right. her and Rourke both. So um, it says by the time she got back in her car, her move, mood hit bottom of the tank. She, she'd listened to the weeping dancer, the weeping bartender, the weeping parents. Their grief rolled through her in waves. She wanted home. She wanted Rourke. She wanted her cat. And she wanted the work because the work would lead her to this son of a bitch. Um, but even then, she's thinking all of that. Then she remembered the school. Yeah. Too late, too much work. She thought she'd go by another time. She wasn't in the damn mood. And then muttering curses, she changed her route because damn it, it was important and it mattered. Yep. Yeah. That was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you know, you read something like that and you're like, what? These people that dislike Eve, like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand you. (laughs) I don't understand you. How does that happen? How do you come out of this not liking this character? I don't understand her. I don't understand that. I don't understand the people that don't like Rourke. I don't get yeah, it. Because get it they've both changed and grown so much since yeah. the first couple books. And it's yeah. just I mean, and we're not asking you to be in love with these characters. We're asking you to like give them a break because they're trying to be portrayed as real people with feelings right. and they need to grow and Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you don't have to love the characters. You know, that's, yeah. But also, why are you reading it if you don't like the character? <laughs> exactly. And I can't remember who it was that just recently, somebody said something. I don't, I can't remember where it was on Instagram or something. and uh, Or maybe not on Instagram, but I, I remember seeing something and I'm like, why are you reading this series? Like, yeah. why do you keep this yeah. If this is how you feel, I, I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, I mean, so she goes to the the school and um, she comes out feeling better, you know, which is good. Yeah. Um, and I, I marked this only because I, I my um, my note on this was uh, was updated technology alert because <laughs> she, <laughs> you know, I mean, as the technology evolves, as the book ev- books evolve, obviously. And so she's in she gets in the car. She's heading home. And um, she says she sends uh, Rourke a text. She she says she says text Rourke. She ordered her in dash. Yeah, like and that's only been a recent thing that you can do that. Yeah, but it's funny she puts it in now. Yeah. Um. So she texts Rourke heading home, and then um, her in dash signaled an incoming, and uh, you know, it's Rourke's voice, and you know they respond back and forth. And then I thought, well, why didn't they just call? Uh, right. <laughs> I don't understand. It's just they're responding back and forth in a text, and it's like you know what though. I know people that actually do that while they're driving. Yeah. Instead of yeah. calling, they do that. Well, they just text people and yeah, and have a conversation with them over text like that. Yeah. So I I totally get it. You know, in this in this part, you know, Eve had gone to the uh, adoption agency where the where Lork and Cobb had adopted the cat. Mm-hmm. And while she was there, another cat jumped into her lap yeah. and she thought, you know, like, oh, Galahad's going to have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, Galahad so she comes home. With it. Yeah. <laughs> Galahad's a bitch, man. So, yeah. In the best so way. Galahad, yeah. So Galahad gave her what was the equivalent of a, the feline equivalent of a middle finger. <laughs> Eve, Eve thinks, you know, and uh, then she and Rourke, you know talk about how Galahad is pissed, but also in the, the other thing I, I, uh, marked in this, uh, 
chapter is her coming home and and uh, seeing Somerset. And again, you know, it just goes to their their relationship evolving because, you know, she says something about it. Was there any weird attempts at communication? No attempted deliveries, you know, because she's she's not just worried about Rourke. She's worried about Somerset. Mm hmm. And so, he, and but Somerset says no, he won't come at Rourke here. And she said no, but he might try for you. So it says, you know, um, she says to Somerset, nobody might try for you. And then it says Somerset smiled as she started up the steps. Um, but then she said, you know, it was a sort of a smile that could set your hair on end. And Somerset says to her, he'd be considerably disappointed. And she says, watch your bony six anyway. Yeah. You can always you can always yank the stick out of your ass for an extra weapon. And then she says, and score, who says she couldn't come up with an on the spot insult? <laughs> so I, I just love it that they're still there. Yeah, their relationship is, is evolving, but they're still doing they're this. Still. But that, it, like we've said so many times at this point, it's just for fun. It, it's for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And it's just, and I, I love it every single time they like. Yeah, absolutely. She comes home and they're like, like I said, I did not. There was not a single Somerset Dick moment in this book for me. No, no. It, it was. Yeah, it was fantastic. Not one. I was very proud of of. Yeah, Mr. Somerset, this book. And the other thought I had, so going back to Galahad, you know, Eve kind of makes up with Galahad. Yeah. Later oh God, on yes. in this chapter, yes. mm-hmm. you know, um, and. And I thought it was interesting. Maybe, I don't know if I'm the only one that had this thought. She says to Galahad, you know, there are going to be times on the job where I encounter another cat. If you recall, I was on the job when I found you. And she turned to him, shaking the treats in her hand. You're the one I brought home. And I thought, is that a metaphor for Roar? I kind of thought. Oh, oh I like that, actually. Yeah, I, did. I, thought I had that same thought. Yeah. I was yeah. like, hmm. That's, she could have yeah. said the exact same thing to Rourke. Mm-hmm. You're the one I brought. Even the home. treats. I mean, sometimes. Yeah, you're the one. <laughs> I was on the job when I found you. You're the one, you're I, brought the one home. I brought home. Yeah. That's a metaphor for Rourke. Yeah. I think she put that in there purposely. Yeah. I'm choosing to think that. Me too. I agree. Good job, Nora. Absolutely. So. <laughs> and then, you know, I here, I mean, again, this is how my brain works, and I apologize for it because I don't know. I'm. <laughs> This occurred to me just the second on the second time through, because you know, of course, they have sex. Yeah, with the knives. <laughs> with the knives. With the knives and everything. <laughs> so and you know, so they're they at the end though. Um, she says something like, um, "Yeah, thank God I didn't slice something off you during that." You're right. <laughs> and he says, "I'm grateful for it." And then he and then it says, "You know, he hiked up his pants." <laughs> Um, then with her still dangling from her boots, he lifted her and carried her to the shower. Like he didn't even let her pull her pants up. <laughs> That's how my brain works. I'm like, listen, AJ, hell? just let them have their awkward. <laughs> I mean, I, I should just let them have their three years at this point. Well, you yeah, know, her pants are going to dangle off her legs. They're going to dangle <laughs> off her legs. It's fine. I, I mean, don't know. That's how my brain works. Sorry. That's really funny. Yeah, and- <laughs> I don't know why that occurred to me today. Like, I, I actually often have those sort of thoughts too during those scenes because you know half the time she never gets her boots off. So I'm like, right? Mm-hmm. How is this comfortable for you? How is this working? All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah, it, it's it's quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. So yeah, then then Nadine finds out that uh, Lorcan Cobb's mother put her house up for sale. Yes. And uh, so um, then Eve asks her, uh, find out what other properties went up for sale today in Dublin. And uh, they ended up finding one. And then they're like, you know, I, I just love that, you know, she was like Abernathy, like, oh, by the way, here's his house. <laughs> Abernathy's like, what? She was like dumping what? stuff on him left and right. I and I was just <laughs> like, he's so competitive. It's awesome. Here's something right. else. She, she's great. Yeah. yeah. And we found his salon. Did you check this out? Here you go. Yeah. All yours. Yeah. Here's the salon that he goes to every few months. Yeah. You could have found out, but, you know, and had, you know, somebody staked out there and caught him. Yeah. We had to find it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so they go, you know, they're, they, Rourke has found a couple of like potential houses that Lork and Cobb could be staying at. And I felt like from this point, you know, they, they searched a few houses and then they found the one where it was being used as a, you know, for orgies for a month. Somebody was charging. (laughs) That was so random. Just like, yeah. Like, Oh, what's going on in there? Like, right. Exactly. (laughs) I just thought it was fun. But, um, so then they found the house that obviously was his and um, they go running in there after him. And I felt like for since, from that point on, it was like nonstop. Yeah. It, it was, was like, like in and go. Yep. In it, yeah. Yep. And then they all, you know, ran after him. They all went to the airport and then yep. they all, you know, Rourke finds a, a, a plane and they all hop on. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Everybody's, every, we're all going to. We're all going to Ireland. Like everyone's going, going to Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, no, everybody's going to Ireland. So ridiculous, but fun. <laughs> yeah. No. Like I said, I, this, the whole end is so great, but it's just yeah. like it's just so it was hilarious. It was just like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 Eve's like they get on the plane, and Baxter's all like sweet, you know, and, yeah. and she's like. <laughs> No booze. This isn't a damn joyride. And they're all like, you know, raiding the the refrigerator, and you yeah. know, it, it's just the whole thing is is just fantastic. Fantastic, you know. So, um, yeah. And then you know, Eve tells him that they think that he's because he did some searches on um, uh, Claire and and uh, Eve's, uh Rourke's family, so they realized that he's going after Rourke's family in Ireland. Yes. And um I just, you know, I they all work together to to figure that out and and how they can get ahead of him and all this kind of stuff and then Rourke says at one point, I'm thankful for all of you. Pints on me once we're done with this bastard. And I just thought, you know, I I just felt Rourke at that moment Mm -hmm. like, you know, again, you know, everybody's got his back and he's realizing it. Yeah. You know, that again closing the chapter in in uh, in ireland and now he's got this new family in new york who's yeah you know his gang now or his pack yeah and they've all got his back and he's just so grateful it's like you know mm-hmm. i just it's like oh rourke he has you know. opened up so much yeah throughout the series he's he has always been very open but not necessarily with cops <laughs> <laughs> 
I would say he's, I don't even, I don't necessarily would, I don't think I would say that. I don't think he's always been open. I think he's always been kind of mysterious and like, even with his prior relationships, I think he well, was more. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. I don't think he's he was, more open than Eve. And I guess that's yeah. what I said. Oh, that. definitely more open than Eve by a long shot. But right. I feel like he's, you know, being with her and being around those cops has really opened him up a lot. Right. And yeah, yeah. I, you know, because the early books, he's very mysterious. Even with Eve, he's a little, he stays a little guarded and mysterious. Right. And yeah. And now, you know, all that's gone. He's right. You know, he's out there like all of them. Right. So, yeah. And I so, love it. Yeah. And uh, I just, I just thought it was hilarious because, you know, I mean, he's going to, he tells Eve he's going to land. He's going to have to do a straight drop and he's yeah. like, <laughs> You know, or Eve and her, uh, yeah. her flying problems. Oh my yeah. god. Also, though, like I'm not afraid of flying, but literally, I'm with Eve on that. Like, oh yes. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm with her all too. of that together. I'm like, well, are we really doing this? What kind of yeah. action yeah. movie did you just sign me up for? <laughs> Seriously, I'm with that's, her too. That's true. Like the last couple of chapters were like action movie. Definitely, yeah. You know, and I just thought it was so funny. Like calendar looks out the window and it's like, what a ride. You yeah. Know? And, you know, look at that. It's really green. And Eve's thinking you could crash in green <laughs> yeah. just as effectively as you could crash on concrete or in the ocean. Right? Yeah. You know, and then they dropped and, uh, it says her Eve's eyes flew open. Always better to face death than hide from it since it came anyway. <laughs> And I thought, oh, that's such an Eve thing to, oh, to totally. think at that moment. You at know? that moment. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah so, and then, know. you know, they land in this field and it says Eve got off her, her legs wobbled some. And then there's a Sinead's husband. And he's like, oh, there's our Eve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After all of this, yeah. like drama happening in the sky, you know? Yeah. With them chasing Lorcan Cobb and all of this stuff, and they land, and here's here's the family. And they're like, "Oh, even Rourke's here!" Hello. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Kelly shows up. I, I was and then Brian Kelly shows up. It was already a party, guys. <laughs> it was already a party. Yeah, it was a party on the shuttle over. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. Very much the uh, the mullet of endings. <laughs> there's business in the front, there's party in the back. <laughs> it's the mullet, the mullet of, of chapters. I bet it's perfect. Well, I mean, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, and, and the fact that he, you know, Rourke asked them several times, like, I need you to leave. And they're like, nope, this is our land. We're staying. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, you know, at the point where he says that to uh, to Robbie, you know, Sinead's husband, and then later on says it to Sinead. And she's <laughs> and first thing she does is smacks him yeah, up, smacks upside the head. head. <laughs> <laughs> He's like shocked, like what? Which what? is like a mom thing to do. You know? <laughs> so great. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's definitely yeah. a mom a mom thing to do. Yeah. You know. What is wrong with you? Just shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, and the whole in the whole way that they're like give everybody farmer outfits to wear. Yeah, <laughs> and like, it's great. And I'm sitting there thinking, really, they have enough boots and, and well, like farmers. They have all that. They have extras. All I that guess stuff. so, but I get that. It just seems weird to me that they had enough for everybody. Everybody to put them in, you know. Yeah overalls and boots and hats and i love how much the cops are loving it they're just oh yeah right they're having a great old time (laughs) yeah yeah put the wellies on me i love it yeah yeah so um and i love the fact that eve was the one that that took Lorcan Cobb down yes. and um, you know, I mean that she is the one, you know, once she, she had Lorcan Cobb in cut in custody and he like is, is uh, he basically, you know, didn't basically, he actually did spit in Rourke's face yeah. and then Eve was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's enough. You know? <laughs> yep. Uh, and yeah. says to him like, you know, okay. Yeah. Are, you, you want some of this? Yeah. And Rourke's like, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes By I the do. way, I would, you know. Um, and so yeah, they everybody goes outside so that um, you know, yeah. Rourke can have and, and you know, that Abernathy's like, you know, you can't do this. You're like, you can't let Rourke be the prisoner, a man in restraints, and and Eve is like, What do you think I am? I'm taking them off. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's so great. <laughs> no, I'm not going to let him beat this guy while he's in restraints. I'm going to take the restraints off right. and then let him beat him. It's exactly. this <laughs> this particular part um is essentially like I'm ugh, I feel so torn about it because I love it for fiction's sake. Yeah. But dear god, like we're it's better a, than that. It's a big suspension. No, we're not. Of- reality <laughs> we're not better than that i mean come on <laughs> i mean no, uh, i i agree with aj on that we're not better than that uh, I, I, mean, we're not, but I don't know i get i'm just like eh, do we really does does that i don't know you really yeah. i loved every single <laughs> I, every single sentence of chapter I think, 21 i know I you loved chapter one loved i loved every my favorite thing about chapter 21 though is shanade and she being like um yes um, he's not at the door yet. I can totally still be here. Yeah. She's, I'm yeah, not going anywhere. Not, right? I'm going to be in my own kitchen. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go up until he's at the door, like you said. And yeah. Yeah. And Eve is still trying, you know, Eve is trying to protect her. Yeah. You know, Eve yeah. is, is oh, very much seeing so. this family so much as hers, yeah. too. Yeah. That she's trying to protect them, yes. you know, and they're just not having it. Again, I think it's Lorcan Cobb is is a stand-in for Patrick Rourke. Yeah, in this case, mm-hmm. very much yeah. so. You know, Rourke is doing to Lorcan Cobb what he, I guess, absolutely. you know, probably are always wished he could do with with Patrick yeah. Rourke. Yeah, absolutely. And never got the chance to, you know. Yeah. Um, and I loved how, you know, Brian, again, Brian Kelly there. Why? We don't know, but I love it. Right. We'll take Brian Kelly. You know, Kelly anyway. <laughs> uh, and you he know, chose that particular day to come pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> it well, just makes know. me laugh how big of a coincidence that is. It's just <laughs> hilarious. It's because she had to get him in there. So let's right. let's invent this reason. I just, yeah, let's it, come up with a reason. It's so complete bullshit, but it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I mean, this whole yeah, you know. I mean, I get I, 
I get Tara's point. You know, I do just some of the, this is, this is all completely over the top oh, and yeah. unbelievable, 100%. but I absolutely loved every single bit of oh, it. But Me it's too. great I, entertainment and great oh, drama. Yes, I'm absolutely Amazing storytelling. Yeah. I love yes. it. It was fantastic. Yeah. And I don't care how many, I mean, you can't go to Ireland and not bring Brian Kelly and you just can't. Yes. Right. So yeah. You gotta find a way to get him there. Yeah. And so, Brian's saying to Rourke, any other time I'd be making book on this bout and then he said to rock i'd still back you mate <laughs> <laughs> i'll always put my money on you in a fight fair or foul you know and uh them just going at it and then and then robbie's like our boy can take a punch <laughs> you know and give one show the bleeding jackine what a claire man is made of our boy's more claire man than dubliner and make no mistake of it <laughs> You know, and then you got Jenkinson, you know, plenty of New York in him too. <laughs> right. Fucking ring that fucker's bell. Sorry for the language she said to Sinead and she's like, not at all. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing. Yes, you're right. Is completely absurd. Yes. I love it. It is fantastic. It's absolutely beautiful. I, love I mean, it so much. love it so much. Just fantastic. Especially since, like I said, I mean, you know that Rourke is, is when he's beating up Lorcan Cobb, he's beating up his father. Yes. hundred percent. And, and because of that, it's just the whole thing. Yeah. Just yeah. fantastic. And I love Whitney and Feeney just being like cheering him on too. Just like, well, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm actually shocked that Feeney wasn't cheering more. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, there were <laughs> a sure. lot of people but, there. Like Whitney just being there and just like, yep. Bring it yeah. up. Like, you know, I, yeah. I just, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, you know, there were a lot of people there. So, you know, you, you can't really, I mean, only so much you can do, you know, there's yeah. only so many voices that Susan Erickson can do at one time. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, her in listening to it, like her going back and forth from people from New York to, to the Irish family and back. And, you right. know, I mean, hat, my hat's off to her. I mean, yeah. it's fun. I'm sure it was great. I'm sure. It's fantastic. And, you you know, again, trying to make everybody sound different so that you can distinguish their voices when they're talking. Yeah, mad respect to her for all of that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, that at the end, the inspector just being so appalled by everything, like, I can't believe this is happening. You know, I can't believe. And and Eve's going like, "Uh, your prisoner needs some medical attention. Yeah. <laughs> right you know and he's like, like this okay isn't- no one cares this isn't yeah. how it's done this isn't how it's done and you know and in aiden saying this is how it's done here <laughs> she's she's gonna call up alish she'll come and tend to that worthless shite who meant to kill my mother this very day <laughs> don't you tell us how things are done english <laughs> and you don't tell us we know yeah. what's up and uh you know Sinead's like you do that won't you Aiden and we'll get some whiskey and an ice pack for our Rourke and would you like some tea inspector (laughs) and then it's like he let out a sigh as he walked over to restrain a barely conscious cob I wouldn't mind a whiskey to tell you the truth (laughs) actually you know he's just given up at that point you know again it's fabulous and it is yes absurd you absolutely know. absurd but it's beautiful. and eve, eve asks him like 
what is a jackeen? You're apparently not a jackeen, you know, and Rourke <laughs> says, it's a Dubliner. It's an insult, insult to a Dubliner. She says, okay, well, apparently not, you're not a jackeen, but a Claire man. Um, high compliment in these parts, he says, you know, and um, it, it's, just, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's just the whole thing is amazing and fantastic. And yeah, at the end, yeah. so, but yeah, so they, they, in the epilogue, they uh, talk to him and get him to uh, confess, right? Which wasn't wasn't difficult. We all knew it was going to happen. Yeah, you know, um, they always do. And and you know, it's something that you said uh, earlier, Jen, about um, Rourke now being on a different on the other side of things, seeing things differently as far as whether or not he wanted to kill Lorcan Cobb or see him rot in prison. Right. You know, and. Um, so that at the end of the epilogue, he and Eve go out to see the the tree that was planted for his mother. And um, Eve says to him, uh, they, they're talking about justice. Up here outside, that was a payment. Long due between him and me. But down there, that was justice. So, you know, yeah. them having the fist fight was his payment. But what he and Eve did, getting him to confess to all the stuff in the cellar was was justice. Right. And he said, there was a time before you when the payment would have been enough. But justice, it's coming around in me. It's justice that matters more. And it sets the payment. Yeah. Another great book. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, it really does show him him growing. And Eve says to him, you earned the payment and you played a major part in getting that justice. For those names we'll never know, you help bring them justice, you know. He is talking to Sinead and he says, I said something to Cobb that wasn't altogether true. And she said, and what of it? He deserves nothing from you than what you gave him outside. And he said, no, it's personal. I said to him, I'd never seen joy for me or pride in me shine in my mother's eyes but that's not altogether true because I've seen it in yours. And I went, Oh, I know that's nice. (laughs) And again, you know, um, her showing, you know, even Rourke with children, you know, um, because Sean is the one that's interested in police work. I love Sean, you know, tried to, tried to talk to Eve and, and Sinead was like, no, you know, they're going outside and you leave them alone. And, you know, he was like, I just, I just want to ask him, uh, you know, Rourke winked at him, opened the back door. Eve turned to the boy, got him cold, full confession details later. He grinned at her, then ran back to the dining room, yeah. you know? So cute. Yeah. He's so. great. Yeah. Love Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's really you know, again. yeah, he's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course, Rourke was like, that's kind of you. And she's like, kids got an interest in law and order. Why not feed it? And he's like, Jesus, let's not make a cop out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I can totally see that last book or whatever book afterwards, an epilogue where we see Sean and he's now a, a member of the, you know, the Irish Garda. Yes. And oh my that God. would be a nice thing to see. Yeah. I'd be, I would be down for that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wonder, 100%. So, so yeah. And that, that's, that's pretty much the end. Yeah. Right? So that was, I, that was a wild ride. That whole book was that, just. Yeah. It was beautiful. I, yeah. absolutely, <laughs> this is like the first time I've wanted to gush over one of these books in a long time. Yeah. So I'm very, very happy. Yeah. I think it's a great book. I really do. I know you guys were like, Tara doesn't like this book because she doesn't think yeah. it's like 
the best thing since. But no, I really like it. I'm just being picky. And I also, again, only got to listen to it through the audiobook. Which if you read it again, you'll feel differently. Right. I mean, and again, like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I liked it better than the last book. Yes. I'm yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised that so many people kind of expressed that. Yeah. That the last book wasn't necessarily their favorite. I liked the last book. Um, I wouldn't say I loved it. Yeah. It was more, okay, this one was good. It was better than the one before. Wait, what was the one before that? Was that dark? Golden. Well, no, golden, but then what was the one before that? Oh, before before that? <laughs> it was yeah. dark, I think. Dark, it was dark. I, think. Yeah. I wasn't crazy about that one. Um, yeah, not a lot of people were crazy about that one. I mean, I didn't not like it, but I didn't really like it, excited you know, about it. I never dislike them. I don't think I can think of one of these books that I dislike, honestly. Hmm. Um, well, we won't go into that for me. Well, no, I know there's a few that you dislike, but um, <laughs> there's a few that are hard to read for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't necessarily think that I don't like them. There there were a, a couple that just not that I disliked them but didn't hold my interest. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, sure. um and, and it's a you know, everything it's a personal thing. Sure. And I get that. And uh, yeah, it's the with, same with thing. All like, of these. like devoted is a very hard read for me with the yeah. with the torture killings and mm-hmm. Yes. Because she's so descriptive with them. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. And New York to Dallas is so hard to read i love it yeah with every fiber it's hard to read in a different way yeah it's one of the best in the series in my opinion but it's hard to read because it's so emotional and so you know and same with divided it's another one that's the same thing for me it's so hard to read because of all the stuff going on so yeah so i would say you know there's some that are hard to hard to read but there's none that i really dislike right this one is truly like I was like excited about it where it's been a while since I've been excited about one of these books. Yeah. I think that the, in comparison to the books that we're kind of labeling as harder to read and that kind of emotion, um, mm-hmm. this one has the emotion, but it also is just so satisfying to see everything coming together. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I feel like the ones like, especially divided when they're fighting the entire time, basically. Yeah. And Judgment is like that, too. They're fighting a lot in that book, um, yeah. which we're coming up on Judgment very soon. That's one of my favorites. I'm excited. Right. Um, no. But I, you know, I feel like this one could have easily been one of those books where they're fighting a lot because, you know, but they've grown so much that they know that they don't need to fight over this anymore. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You get what I'm, you know? No, I yeah. love that. I love what you're saying about that because yeah. it really does show the difference. Because I feel like Rourke could have taken this in a whole completely different direction like he did with Divided. And been right. like, this is me. I'm going to murder him. And you need to deal with that. And But he didn't. He, you know, it was all about protecting each other and, you know, finding this guy instead of doing it that way. And it was about Rourke's character growth. And right. yeah. seeing that justice is more important. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just, I'm just saying that it could have been that way. Yeah, not so oh, yeah. easily. Yeah. So I, yeah, I just, I love easily. it. I thought I was yeah. Happen, but- I think that's overwhelmingly what I mean. When I asked on Instagram, overwhelmingly got you know people saying that they just yeah. loved the book. And what I'm seeing in the Facebook groups is the same. Most people yeah. absolutely loved it. There's been a few, like I said, there's been a few comments from people that didn't that thought rehash of other books and blah 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 but right for the most part people have loved it yeah yep 
So yeah. What do you, what, what more can you say? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, all of our uh, uh, regulars on Instagram, every single one of them loved it. Yeah. Um, and uh, even new people, new followers on Instagram are saying it was brilliant. Yeah. They loved it. You know, uh, a couple of people on Instagram who aren't, aren't there yet. They're still going through the books. I, I love truly that Canadian is following, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Born truly Canadian. We've we've we've, had, uh, we've, we've mentioned about, her yeah. a couple of times, and she said she's still on book thirty nine. Oh my! So. Yeah. <laughs> but she's loved every single book she says, and uh, she's getting there. Yeah, ten more um, to go. Eleven more to go. Twelve more to go. Something like that. I can't math. Yeah, it's too late. You can't. <laughs> tonight. And we have a new follower, Cayenne Wolf. Um, fairly new follower of ours. And uh, I think she said she's on, what did she say? What book did she say she was on? Uh, only on book 10. Oh, wow. She's got so a long way to go. Wow, she's got nice. long ways to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good for her. Yeah. She says uh, there's an, uh, another new follower, Warring Wings. 10 more books to, books to go before she gets to this one. All right. I told awesome. her, you know, <clears throat> they won't be disappointed when they get there. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> and of course, Judy Kentris loved this book. Judy Kentris loved this oh, book. Judy. Yeah. You mentioned that on Twitter as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's just the whole book is just fantastic and, so and absurd all at once. Yes. And but in the best way. We all love it. And, you know, thank you, Nora, for yet thank another you. fantastic <laughs> yes. thank you so book. So, um, if we move on to just our, our typical things that we do, reader comments, and I already already uh, read them yeah, all, and most of them were about the book. <laughs> yeah, uh, Heidi saying it's fantastic. Michelle K saying, "Oh my God, best yet of the series." K A, I don't know if it's Gavio or Gavio. Um, in my top five of in death books, I feel the same way. I feel like it's in my top five now. Me too. Yeah, I agree. Grace 2017 no, said it was perfect. Great addition to the series. <laughs> Danny Reads 87 loved it. So yeah, we're getting a lot of positives on yeah, the book. For sure. Um, and as far as the the podcast itself goes, now on um on Twitter, Jen, you had now you already mentioned this, but it it's uh our follower V Wit 63. Yeah. Said she agreed with you about the audiobooks. She did indeed. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's, sorry. And I think it might be the same, the same person on Instagram. I'm not sure, but the, we have a follower on Instagram what's end 63. Okay. I, I feel like it's the same person. It may not be, but I'm going to say it's the same person. Okay. But uh, on Instagram, they said, um, when you guys were talking about, about the Peabody's, that's the rapture episode. Um, I have to disagree with you. I'm not a fan of them at all. I find them pushy. <laughs> I thought, Huh. And that's what I said too. Like, huh. Interesting. Interesting. That's an interesting observation. I mean, I guess so. Okay. I didn't, yeah. I didn't go back. I, I looked, looked back at when we first saw the Peabody's and, you know, I guess, I guess, you know, they kind of invited themselves to dinner and yeah, yeah stuff like that. And, pushy, I guess, but I, I don't know. I, I it didn't, it never that. bothered me. It doesn't bother me either. I think they're sweet people, but you know, I yeah. mean, I can yeah. see where people. Everybody would. reads things differently. Yeah. Fiction yeah. is subjective. 
I just never thought of anyone. I never thought anyone would think that about them, I guess. I don't know. Right. But that's okay. We're all different. Yeah. Yeah. So um, our last trivia question was from Vengeance again. And the trivia question was, who owned the Penny Pig before Brian Kelly owned it? And Jen, right away, you said you knew it. And now I don't. And now you don't? So that's good because (laughs) that's fine. I don't know. It was, it was, it was, um, let's see, was it, was it Riley? No. No. It was something, something very Irish. Something like that. Something Irish, (laughs) which is really a shock. I can't imagine. What? It's Irish? Something Irish. I don't know. Um, Uh, Yeah. No, Heidi on Instagram uh, gave me the answer and it was Maloney. Maloney. Yes. Old Maloney. Yes. Owned it before Brian did. Yes, it is now quarter to 11 here and my brain is tired. (laughs) Okay, we're almost done. You can do it. Um, And it was fresh. It was fresh in my brain last week. So, yeah. And you knew it right away. So I I don't doubt you. New trivia question. I'm taking it from this new book. And that's probably unfair for those of you that haven't haven't read it yet. It's not like um, we award prizes. (laughs) No, no. Those of you who follow us who have read it, and so you'll you'll uh, you'll have a chance at this trivia question. So the trivia question is: What green vegetable does Eve hate the least? <laughs> so yeah, so that was our trivia question. Anyway, so so yeah, I guess I think that's it. I think that's it for this this uh, this episode. All right. So, um, so next week, like I said um, before, or at the beginning, and I might have cut it out so you, the <laughs> listeners don't know this, but next week we're going to have on the show uh, Francesca from the uh, Fangover podcast. And she also started the, um, the uh, in-death read-along uh, that people have been doing this, this year. She started in January. Not knowing how this year would turn out. Like, oh, wouldn't right? this be a fun thing to do in 2020? <laughs> and then 2020 just went to shit. And then, 2020. You know. <laughs> and then, we are not fans of 2020. And then this month, Lorcan Cobb is born, and we're all just like, screw you, 2020. Yeah. But anyway, so, um, so yeah, so Francesca from the uh, the Fangover podcast is going to be here, and we're going to talk about the uh, paranormal aspects of of some of the books because the Fangover podcast is is about paranormal romance novels. And we're coming and so up on Halloween, be, so that's actually kind of a cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't uh, even think about we'll that. But, oh, man, I am smart. I am. I plan these things. You do. It's all planned. It's all planned. It's all planned. You're a genius. I've never, it's never just like, I don't know. Let's talk about this. Yeah. No. I plan everything. All organized. All 100% organized. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Anywho. And then after that is what? Holiday. 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 So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I, I remember really liking the holiday, but I haven't read it. I haven't in a read while, it in a long so time. I, I, so, yeah, yeah, I'm looking really forward to the holiday. Definitely been yeah. a minute. Yeah. So um so okay, so next week we're talking about the paranormal. Week after it's gonna be holiday. So I think it's gonna be a good couple of podcasts coming up. And so glad you guys like this uh this book and we loved it too. And and uh thank you, Nora, again, one hundred percent. Uh, you know, I mean, we, we wouldn't be here without Nora. And exactly. she's a fantastic writer. And I don't care if 
chapter 21 was completely absurd. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. Absurd I loved every awesome. bit of it. Loved every bit of it. Sometimes life is absurd. What do you do? Sometimes life is absurd. We need some absurdity in 2020. I don't know how Nora knew that when she was writing the book (laughs) last year. But for some reason, something in her said, like, I think they need some absurdity in 2020. I'm just thinking that's like, I I really need to write something absurd. And then chapter 21 and yeah. She's so smart. I mean, it went all. It went Absolutely. all catty wumpus or you say that. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Oh, it's late. It's late even for me. So I think we need to say <laughs> So, okay. So, um, uh, oh, I should say this too. You know, you can get a hold of us on all of our, you know, uh, social media accounts. Just search for podcast and death and we're there. Or you can go to our website, podcastanddeath.com. Or you can call our phone number uh, 205-476-2753. It's 205-4-ROARK. And you can leave a message for us and, um, you know, go on Twitter and talk to Jen because she's usually lonely on Twitter. Uh, (laughs) At least on that account. Yeah. So, um, So anyway, so for our podcast in depth, this is AJ. This is Jen. This is Tara. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo, and is available on Shutterstock.com. This podcast and all of our previous podcasts are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Twitter and Instagram. But no, we don't have a Facebook page. Also... You can call us and leave a message at 205-4-ROARK. That's 205, the number 4, ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slant you to you. <laughs>